You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadim Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church. Or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in, so that we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today, we'll be reading Deuteronomy 9-7 through 11-32, 77 verses today. Remember and do not forget how you provoked the Lord your God to wrath in the wilderness. From the day you came out of the land of Egypt until you came to this place, you have been rebellious against the Lord. Even at Horeb, you provoked the Lord to wrath, and the Lord was so angry with you that he was ready to destroy you. When I went up the mountain to receive the tablets of stone, the tablets of the covenant that the Lord made with you, I remained on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. I neither ate bread nor drank water. And the Lord gave me the two tablets of stone written with the finger of God, And on them were all the words that the Lord had spoken with you on the mountain out of the midst of the fire on the day of the assembly. And at the end of 40 days and 40 nights, the Lord gave me the two tablets of stone, the tablets of the covenant. Then the Lord said to me, Arise, go down quickly from here, for your people whom you have brought from Egypt have acted corruptly. They've turned aside quickly out of the way that I commanded them. They've made themselves a metal image. Furthermore, the Lord said to me, I've seen this people, and behold, it is a stubborn people. Let me alone that I may destroy them and blot out their name from under heaven, and I will make you a nation mightier and greater than they. So I turned and came down from the mountain, and the mountain was burning with fire, and the two tablets of the covenant were in my two hands, and I looked, and behold, you had sinned against the Lord your God and had made yourselves a golden calf. You had turned aside quickly from the way that the Lord had commanded you. So I took hold of the two tablets and threw them out of my two hands and broke them before your eyes. Then I lay prostrate before the Lord as before 40 days and 40 nights. I neither ate bread nor drank water because of all the sin that you had committed in doing what was evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. For I was afraid of the anger and hot displeasure that the Lord bore against you so that he was ready to destroy you. But the Lord listened to me at that time also. And the Lord was so angry with Aaron that he was ready to destroy him. And I prayed for Aaron also at the same time. Then I turned the sinful thing, the calf that you had made, and burned it with fire and crushed it, grinding it very small until it was a fine dust. And I threw the dust of it into the brook that ran down from the mountain. At Taborah also, and at Manasseh, and at Kibroth Havatah, you provoked the Lord to wrath. And when the Lord sent you from Kadesh Barnea, saying, Go up and take possession of the land that I have given you, then you rebelled against the commandment of the Lord your God and did not believe him or obey his voice. You've been rebellious against the Lord from the day that I knew you. So I lay prostrate before the Lord for these 40 days and 40 nights, because the Lord had said he would destroy you. 
And I prayed to the Lord, O Lord God, do not destroy your people and your heritage, whom you have redeemed through your greatness, whom you have brought out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Do not regard the stubbornness of this people or their wickedness or their sin, lest the land from which you, which you brought us say, because the Lord was not able to bring them into the land that he promised them. And because he hated them, he has brought them out to put them to death in the wilderness. For they are your people and your heritage, whom you brought out by your great power and by your outstretched arm. At that time, the Lord said to me, cut for yourself two tablets of stone like the first and come up to me on the mountain and make an ark of wood. And I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets that you broke, and you shall put them in the ark. So I made an ark of acacia wood and cut two tablets of stone like the first and went up the mountain with the two tablets in my hand. And he wrote on the tablets in the same writing as before, the Ten Commandments that the Lord had spoken to you on the mountain in the midst of the fire on the day of the assembly. And the Lord gave them to me. Then I turned and came down from the mountain and put the tablets in the ark that I had made. And there they are, as the Lord commanded me. The people of Israel journeyed from Beeroth Bene Jaakin to Moserah. The people of there, Aaron died, and there he was buried. And his son, Eleazar, ministered to, as priest in his place. From there they journeyed to Gudgoda, and from Gudgoda to Jotbatha, a land with brooks and water. At that time, the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to stand before the Lord to minister to him and to bless his name to this day. Therefore, Levi has no portion or inheritance with his brothers. The Lord is his inheritance, as the Lord your God said to him. I myself stayed on the mountain as at the first time, 40 days and 40 nights, and the Lord listened to me that time also. The Lord was unwilling to destroy you. And the Lord said to me, Arise, go on your journey at the head of the people so that they may go in and possess the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord which I'm commanding you today for your good. Behold, to the Lord your God belong heaven and heaven of heavens, the earth and all that's within it. Yet the Lord has set his heart in love on your fathers and chose their offspring after them, you above all peoples as you are to this day. Circumcise, therefore, the foreskin of your heart and, no longer, and be no longer stubborn, for the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God, who is not partial and takes no bribe. He executes justice for the fatherless and the widow and loves the sojourner, giving him food and clothing. Love the sojourner, therefore, for you were sojourners in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God. You shall serve him and hold fast to him, and by his name you shall swear. He is your praise. He is your God who has done for you these great and terrifying things that your eyes have seen. Your fathers went down to Egypt, 70 persons, and now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars of heaven. You shall therefore love the Lord your God and keep his charge, his statutes, his rules, and his commandments always. And consider today, since I'm not speaking to your children who have not known or seen it, consider the discipline of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, and his outstretched arm his signs and his deeds that he did in Egypt to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and to all his land, and what he did to the army of Egypt, 
to their horses and to their chariots, how, the, how he made the water of the Red Sea flow over them as they pursued after you, and how the Lord has destroyed them to this day, and what he did to you in the wilderness until you came to this place, and what he did to Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, the son of Reuben, how the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up with their households, their tents, and every living thing that followed them in the midst of all Israel. For your eyes have seen all the great work of the Lord that he did. You shall therefore keep the whole commandment that I command you today, that you may be strong and go in and take possession of the land that you are going over to possess, and that you may live long in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to give them and to their offspring, a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land that you are entering to take possession of it is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come, where you sowed your seed and irrigated it, like a garden of vegetables, but the land that you are going over to possess is a land of hills and valleys, which drinks water by the rain from heaven, a land that the Lord your God cares for. The eyes of the Lord your God are always upon it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And if you will indeed obey my commandments that I command you today to love the Lord your God and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, he will give the rain for your land in its season, the early rain and the latter rain, that you may gather in your grain and your wine and your oil, and he will give grass in your fields and for your livestock, and you shall eat and be full. Take care lest your heart be deceived and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and he will shut up the heavens so that there will be no rain, and the land will yield no fruit, and you will perish quickly off the good land that the Lord is giving you. You shall therefore lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hands, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, talking of them when you are sitting in your house, when you are walking by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, that your days in the days of your children may be multiplied in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers to give them, as long as the heavens are above the earth. So, for if you will be careful to do all this commandment that I command you to do, loving the Lord your God, walking in all his ways and holding fast to him, then the Lord will drive out all these nations before you, and you will dispossess nations greater than mightier than you. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads shall be yours. Your territory shall be from the wilderness to the Lebanon and from the river to the, the river Euphrates to the western sea. No one shall be able to stand against you. The Lord your God will lay the fear of you and the dread of you on all the land that you shall tread as he promised you. See, I'm setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today. And the curse if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside from the way that I am commanding you today to go after the other gods that you have not known. And when the Lord your God brings you into the land that you are entering to take possession of it, you shall set the blessing on Mount Gerizim and the curse on Mount Ebal. Are they not beyond the Jordan, west of the road, toward the going down of the sun in the land of the Canaanites who live in Arabah, opposite Gilgal, beside the oak of Moreh? For you are to cross over the Jordan to go and take possession of the land that the Lord your God has given you. And when you possess and live in it, you shall be careful to do all the statutes and the rules that I'm setting before you today.
Well, the section today begins off with God reminding them that I didn't choose you because you're awesome. I didn't choose you, Israel, because you deserved me to choose you. In fact, let me tell you all the ways that you have failed me so far on this journey. And he, he lists out all the ways that Israel is not awesome. And he reminds them, I've not chosen you because uh, you deserved it. I've chosen you and I've saved you to display my glory and because I love you. And, and who are you to question who I love? And so Moses talks about how he had to save Israel from the, the, the Lord, how he had to, uh, Israel's stubbornness and hardness of heart would be their downfall again and again. But Moses had to stand as that high priest in between God and Israel, representing Israel to God and representing God to Israel. And he reminds them, even like as soon as the Lord brought them into the wilderness and rescued them out of Egypt, basically right then and there, they started uh, rebelling against him and created that golden calf. And so he reminds them of the tablets of stone. And then, I mean, just beautiful imagery here as, as God talks about, like, I am the Lord your God. I am God. You belong to me. I am the God of gods. I am the Lord of lords. Like everything, I, I will give you everything. Like I dwell in the heaven of heavens, the earth, and all of it belongs to me, and it belongs to you because I've given it to you. And so you can trust me, for the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, and the awesome God who is not partial and takes no bribe, executes justice for the fatherless and the widow. He loves the sojourner. What an amazing truth. What an amazing thing. He is your praise. By his name you shall swear. He is your God. This is what he's like. He has done these amazing and terrifying things to bring you into fellowship with himself. Therefore, you shall love the Lord your God and keep his charge. You shall love him. You've seen him. You've seen him move. You've seen his goodness. Keep his commandments, therefore. Do them, and I will bless you. But don't do them, and you will be cursed. And so they put one, uh, th this box of blessing on, um, on one of the mountains, and then they put uh, this curse box on um, another mountain. And so there are these two mountains as they, there's a valley in between them. Um, Mount Gerizim is the, the Mount of Blessing, and Mount Ebal is the Mount of Cursing. And, uh, as I, as I record this, they have recently um, discovered, and it's yet to be um, fully uh, verified, but they've discovered a, a little box, a little tablet that, that contains a curse, uh, and, and it contains the Lord's name right in it. So interesting that um, these things that happened thousands and thousands of years ago, are um, they're still being discovered today. But uh, God says, here, I'm laying again before you the choice blessing or curse, blessing or curse, obedience or death. It's the same theme that we've seen all the way back to the garden. Trust me, believe me, put your faith in me. Do, don't trust your own strength, don't trust your own wisdom. Trust me, the God who made all of this, or trust yourself and disobey me and, and you'll be, it'll lead to death. So trust me, find life, trust yourself and find death. It's interesting also even that he, com he compares the land of Egypt, which had to be cultivated uh, through um, irrigation 
and the land that he's bringing them to in Canaan, where the Lord himself tends for the land. So there's an interesting concept there as well, because Egypt, in order to, to thrive, it depends on the overflow of the Nile, but then they would also take that water and they would irrigate their farms with that water, so man-made structures. So not, not that that's a bad thing, that God said to take dominion over the land and to, to make it useful, and so I think that God smiles on um, technological advances like that. But it is interesting that he, as he brings them into the land that he's promising them, he says, this is a land that your father, that I care for. I send the rains on the land. You don't even have to worry about that. I'm going to make it rain. I'm going to bring the fruit to bear. And so it's, again, it's an image of, I'm taking you back to the garden where you don't have to do the hard work. I will do the hard work for you. Granted, you will have to, like, eventually you'll have to plant and you'll have to do sow and, and reap and all of that stuff but like the land is already right there for you you're going to possess vineyards that you didn't plant you're going to possess homes that you didn't build like again this is like the lord is saying here's this gift i've done it all for you now go and take it and so as we wrap up today just ask you to consider what is it that god is stirring up in you today what does this tell you about who he is what he's like, his character. What is it about? What does this tell you about the the state of mankind, about your own soul, like about your own self and your own tendencies? What is this telling you about yourself? And then what is it? What is it that the Holy Spirit is stirring up in you today as, as we read this? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.